This is the Town Roots Podcast, episode number 32. Welcome to the Town Roots Podcast, the podcast of, about, and for Oakland. No matter if you live in the town, do business here, or are visiting, we have something for you. And now, your hosts, Anthony Wilson and Vincent Hayes. Hey, Ari, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Hey, so we had Ari on before as the head of the Oakland Indie Alliance, but now we're bringing her back in the capacity of her own business, Basera Studios. So, so glad you're here, Ari. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back again. So Ari, why don't you tell us a little about Basera Studios? Yeah, absolutely. So we're an Oakland-based full-service design and photography studio. So we work with people who are really passionate about their business to create all the the visual things that they might need. So anything ranging from branding and identity to website uh, strategy. Um, We also do, you know, uh, product photography, videography. So really all of the visual pieces. Um, And I think, I think the thing that we do that's really special is we're actually able to cover all of those different specialties, meaning that all of the work that we do is a little bit more integrated. Um, And so, you know, whatever you invest with us to, um, you know, say you need to build out a physical space or you need to develop a new brand identity, we can do it all. And so there's a lot more cohesion um, and it just makes it a lot more effective. So we're, you know, proudly an Oakland grown business um, and we work primarily with uh, a lot of small businesses, folks who are, you know, starting up really, um, we like working with people who are mission aligned because they want to do something good for the world. So that's our, that's our studio. That's awesome. How many, how did you get started doing this? Like what, what is your background? Are you, do you have, you know, were you, um, did you get started as a photographer or were you a designer kind of what, what was the impetus to your, to your start with this business? Yeah, it's actually, um, it's a funny story. I, started this business kind of on accident because I started another business. <laughs> um, so I had, um, <laughs> I started a brick and mortar shop called Viscera, um, where we sold 3d printed jewelry, apothecary clothing. Um, I did that for about five years, uh, a couple of years into the business. I started having, you know, my fellow business owners or people who wanted to be entrepreneurs reach out and ask me like, who did your creative, who designed your space, all of that. Um, and the answer was always me. I, you know, I would do all of the visual stuff for the business. Um, and so I started taking on freelance projects here and there. So I would build people's websites or I would help them, um, shoot products or I would help them with even like product development and, uh, business strategy. And, you know, over time it essentially just grew into its own full business. So I had started taking on freelance work back in 2017 um, and I had doing, you know, kind of been doing it on the side, like my part-time hustle from my full-time hustle. And um, once the pandemic came, you know, more people decided they wanted to start their own business or folks who already had businesses really saw that they needed to have more of a marketing strategy or more of an online presence. And so from there, we kind of picked up and have been growing since. I love that. You had the full hustle and then the side hustle and then the side hustle became the full hustle. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so tell me, Ari, what does a typical client look like? You know, is it, um, you know, what's kind of the size? Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of business are they in? Do you do all types of businesses? Do they have to be local to Oakland? Are they all over the country? So give me a sense for, for who you work with. Yeah, we actually have a pretty wide range. Um, we 
primarily started out working with locals, you know, Oakland Bay Area businesses. Um, but over time, you know, based on our experience with and, and being really like a community rooted studio, we started getting approached by some larger organizations. Um, so we work, you know, with folks in, you know, the idea, uh, ideation stage. So when they're just starting to think about their business, starting to launch, um, we work with some folks who are growing, you know, maybe they have a online presence and they want to get into physical space or they want to do wholesale. We help them with that. Um, and then we also have a handful of, you know, uh, larger like tech clients as well. Um, who we do some branding and identity when they want a little bit more flair, they want something a little bit more funky. Um, that's kind of what we do. And so how does a business, how, like, how would they know that they need you? Right. So, so when they call you, what do they say? I need help with X. The funny thing is um, people do like they approach us because they have a specific thing that they're looking for. But I think the thing that we do really uniquely is we ask them, okay, you came to us maybe say for a logo, but we really ask like, what is your overall vision for this business? Like, what do you want it to achieve? What's that goal? And from there, we kind of work with them to reverse engineer what's going to be the most effective for them and what's going to give them the best return. So, for example, if I have a new business who comes to us and says, hey, like I, I need a new I have a logo, but I'm not happy with it. Um, I need a new logo and I need uh, new photos and all of these other things. And I ask them, OK, how do how do clients find you? Like, how do your customers find you? And they say they don't know, or if they don't have, say, like a website or these other things that are going to actually generate sales for them, we might make a recommendation that, you know, while the logo is important, we're going to focus on the thing that's actually going to make them a sustainable um, business with some longevity. So uh, they do come to us with usually a specific ask, but even before they sign a contract with us, we're really trying to give them our best recommendation based on experience to make sure that they'll be successful. So whether they move forward with us or they go with a different studio, um, they still are getting, you know, some of that, that advice on how to prioritize because, you know, at the end of the day, running a business, there's, there's always so many different facets to it. There are so many different pieces that need to be updated or worked on or focused on. Um, and it can be hard to do for yourself. I mean, I have a business as a business owner, have a hard time doing that for myself. It's always beneficial to get a little bit of distance, you know, an outside perspective. Um, so that's kind of how we work with our clients. And so I heard a lot of words that caught my attention there. So branding, logo, strategy, web design, visual, but it really feels like you are a business consultant, right? <laughs> that, um, you know, yeah. is, is that fair to say? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think we're business consultants who can design. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love that, right? People come to you feel feeling like they need one thing, but you sort of, you know, help them identify a larger strategy that will help their business uh, succeed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my background, uh, my undergrads in architecture, my master's is, is in planning. And so my the way that I usually think about things tends to be in systems. And that's kind of what a business is, right? It's a series of different systems that you put together that becomes a business. It's your accounting, your marketing, your product itself, you know, you getting visibility, all of that. Um, and so we really try to help our clients build a system that's going to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. And then do you actually do, as you said before, you do web design. Um, do you sort of do that nuts, you know, soup to nuts 
um, someone says, Hey, look, I have this business and I need a website. I don't even know where to start. And like, you know, sometimes people will go online and go to GoDaddy and stuff like that kind of. So what's the difference with that? Like you, you just from, from, from square one, you help them get a URL, you help them design colors and logos and all that kind of walk me through how that process works. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we do all of that. And then we also do ongoing maintenance. So we can help you build a website, but also make sure that it stays up to date. Um, the thing that when it comes to like websites, for example, is it's trying to right size the solution for where the business is at. So if somebody's just starting out with their business, you know, they probably don't need a 17 page fully decked out e-commerce website, right? Because they're still just validating their idea. They're still growing. And so often we'll make the recommendation like, okay, maybe you need a, a landing page with some decent information and the capacity for making sales. Um, so we're, for us, we're really always trying to make sure you're not um, like we're providing the solution that's actually going to be really helpful. Um, so we will, again, you know, start with the why, like we start with what's the goal for the business? You know, what do you, if you could uh, wave a magic wand, where would you see the business in a year, three years, five years? And then from there, we kind of revert, we, uh, we revert sort of uh, reverse engineer what the needs are for the website. And we help them develop, you know, sometimes narrative. We're, we're helping with storytelling from the client's or customer's perspective. Uh, um, we're helping to put together some of the branding elements. You know, on occasion, we have clients who also find you know, if I need a website, I actually need copy and I need photography. So rather than, you know, the client needing to be the project manager, go out and find a photographer, go out and find a copywriter, finding a, a web developer, we do all of that. And they don't, you know, they can focus on actually running and growing their business and doing the stuff that they uniquely have. You know what I love about what you just said there, Ari, is that you've taken these pieces, which could be very transactional, right? And you've turned it into a holistic relationship to help people's entire business, right? Because everything you mentioned, yeah. you know, almost every business needs, right? And, and and instead of having to go out and find these little bits and pieces and making it transactional, you've turned it into a whole relationship. Like, how do your clients feel about that? Do they see it the same way? Yeah, I think the the, the biggest compliment any of our, our clients can give us is saying that we, you know, we do feel like a trusted partner with them, that we're the people that, you know, they have a a, a relationship with that they you know if they have a problem we're going to be you know looking out for their best interest um and so for us yeah it's absolutely relationship based with all of our clients we really do try to start with you know a small project first to make sure that we're a good fit to work together and if we are we'll just continue to work with them and grow with them as they're ready um i think one of the things with design that gets overlooked is how important the person-to-person -person relationship is you know, if you can't communicate the vision, if you can't um, feel like you're heard or somebody understands where you're you're trying to drive your business, they could be the best designer in the world, but it still won't be what you need for your business. So for us, it's all about the client. It's all about making sure, you know, that we can help them. And, you know, we'll be honest, sometimes we're not the best fit for them. Like maybe they need to start out with someone who's, um, you know, maybe more affordable or they need to start out with somebody who does more like templated work. Um, but ultimately, our goal is to have more small business, more independent businesses be successful. And so we will push for that in whatever form it takes. Awesome. So tell me this, Ari, why is it so important for you to be an Oakland-based business? Oh, I love Oakland. I mean, I think it's just such a place of like rich with creativity. 
And, you know, as you kind of noted, we're a very relationship first business. And I think that's uh, kind of, you know, partly like my personality, but partly the way things work in Oakland. Like it's, it is the town, right? Like, you know, a lot of other people, your ability to like move in this city is really based on relationships and, you know, people vouching for you or people recommending you. Like, it's just such a tightly networked place that I think it's such a good fit for the way that we do business. And we, you know, really do uh, pride ourselves on having a strong reputation and like deep roots in the city. Um, and so that's, yeah, that's also important for us. It, it forms so much of our company's culture. And what do you guys have a mission to make an impact in the local Oakland community? Sort of talk, talk about that. What is that important to you? Yeah, it's huge. I think for us, as I mentioned, we're always trying to push for more independent businesses, more people to become entrepreneurs, you know, have that freedom, have that independence. So all of the work that we do is in service to that. But we also, you know, realize that's not just a one-off individual action, right? Like these are all parts of systems. And so we partner with folks like Sprouts um, Chef Training. So they're like a, a nonprofit who help young people 16 to 24 um, shadow a chef in Oakland. And they learn, you know, they like knife skills. They learn what it's like to work in a kitchen. It's all of this sort of um, job training. So we participate in those sort of um, uh, endeavors where, you know, we're trying to set up the future to be uh, more prosperous, you know, help help young people get into roles that they want. Um, we also are working on projects like um, In the Black. So this is a marketplace that we uh, are working with the San Francisco Housing Development Corporation to build in the Fillmore in San Francisco. Um, so it's a shared Black-led marketplace where we will have, you know, 10 plus different vendors being able to share one retail spot on the corner of Gary and Fillmore. Um, it is funded by the Dreamkeeper Initiative which is super exciting. It's actually part of San Francisco Police Department's funding getting diverted into community investment. So that's part of how this project is funded. Um, and, and it's also funded by the Office of Economic Workforce Development. So we're doing um, basically, you know, all of our services for them. We have named the marketplace. We help them with lease negotiation, um, branding and identity, doing their logo. We're building their website, um, designing the space, merchandising, photography we're you know really like building this space for them and it's so exciting to have a place that's really centering black entrepreneurs and giving them you know not only a space to be able to sell their goods but a place where they feel really rooted and that they have you know a strong foundation you are a total one-stop shop like you're throwing lease negotiation out of there out of nowhere i wasn't expecting that <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, my very boring life before i was an entrepreneur was uh doing <laughs> lease negotiations and <laughs> for the government. So I'm very uh, familiar with the, the boring stuff too. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think there's anything you can't do, Ari. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, tell me this. Is there, is there, you must have some exciting or interesting success story of like someone who came to you when they first showed up, they thought, oh my God, like there's no way I can do this. Like this is so overwhelming. And then you sort of worked with them and out the other end came something that just looked fantastic. Do you, do you have a story like that? Oh yeah. I mean, I would say a lot of our, our clients do, right. Where there's, it's a lot for one person to do and a lot for one person to manage. Um, so I would, I mean, there's a lot of, of story like that, but um, one that's kind of more recent that comes to mind is uh, an entrepreneur I'm working with who has a company 
Puzzle 2020. So she creates uh, what's called a gratitude bank. Um, they do, um, they basically have little cards where you can write something that you're grateful for all of it with the goal of improving your mental health, emotional well-being. Um, and I've been working with her specifically on like business strategy and, you know, putting together, um, a path for growing her business because it only started a year ago, but she's getting amazing traction. She was nominated for entrepreneur of the year from Renaissance center. She's won a bunch of grants from the city for her work, been featured, um, in a lot of like, uh, you know, red carpet events, like she's doing amazing work. Um, and so I'm really proud of, of the work that we've done together because, She's gone from, you know, having this idea, this thing that she was really passionate about and actually growing it into a full-fledged business and has a plan for doing corporate gifting, has a plan for doing wholesale. And that's in like a fairly short amount of time. So I think, you know, for me, I, it's not just about the design work that we do, but it's also about helping our clients like grow as entrepreneurs and feel more confident. Cause at the end of the day, it takes so much, so much, uh, passion and so much dedication to work on and grow a business. And if you've done that, like you already have what it takes, right? Like it's a certain personality type that goes for it. And so all we try to do is reinforce, you try to do is, is give them the visuals for it, but it's, you know, what's driving it is all their passion. That's an awesome story. Thanks so much for sharing that. Um, and so I want to go back to something you said earlier. Let's, let's talk about okay. the pandemic a little bit, right? So you, you're talking about, you had a brick and mortar business, um, and then you started getting asked to do side projects because everyone liked sort of your, your visual work so much. Um, and then that was your side hustle to turn into the main hustle. But then during that time, you know, we get hit with the pandemic. Is there anything that happened in the pandemic that caused you to rethink or redo what you were doing? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, as I mentioned, I was freelance. So it was really just me primarily working on these projects. On occasion, I would bring in, you know, another freelancer to help. Um, but after the pandemic, it was like, I I can't do this alone. None of us can do this alone, right? We need more people. And so um, I realized, you know, uh, this could change at any moment. It's actually really risky to be a solo shop, right? Like if I'm out sick, nothing happens for the business. If, you know, I'm having an off day that affects the business. And I think ultimately, if you want to build a strong business, you need people trust who share your vision, who, you know, can make the good judgment call. Um, and so I think once the pandemic happened, I was really a lot more focused on hiring and growing the business that way. So in a fairly short amount of time, like in the last year, um, it went from being just me working on five full-time staff, and we have um, five or six other contractors and photographers, graphic designers that we work with for projects. Um, and we're, we have plans for growing in the future. So um, I think it changed my perspective on what a healthy business is and how much it's reliant on people and a strong company culture. No, cool. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, your business is all about the people, right? It's all about the people. Um, well, tell me this, Ari, what's, what is the big thing 
in 2022 for Visera Studios? What's the, what's the next big thing that we should be looking for? Ooh, a lot of big things. Well, with the SFHDC project that I mentioned earlier, the marketplace, that should, that's slated to open in November of this year. Um, so that's huge. We're working right now on prepping for the groundbreaking, which will have Mayor London Breed and a few other, you know, folks from San Francisco. Um, we're also, I'm also on the advisory committee for the 7th Street West Oakland Corridor, a project from LISC that wants to revitalize that stretch of West Oakland. Um, I think we're just excited and involved in more structural and systemic projects that are not only going to help the individual entrepreneur, but it's really going to help our whole entrepreneurial community. So those are the things that we're really um, excited about. Those are the things that I think we can bring a unique perspective to as, you know, not only service providers, but people who have run businesses. Most of my staff or have been entrepreneurs themselves. Um, and so I think that's the thing that we're, we're most excited for. And I think the other thing I'll, I'll point out, cause I think it's not brought up enough in entrepreneurship is finding balance. We actually only work four day work weeks and that's been huge as creative people. You need a lot of downtime to, you know, sort of, um, refresh, to get inspired, uh, to create, you know, creative people will just naturally produce, um, lots of really great stuff. And so, uh, I want to give them enough time to do that. And I want to give myself enough time to do that too. So those are the things we're really excited about. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Hey, one, one more thing I wanted to ask you about was you talked about having a staff and, you know, how was that mm-hmm. when you hired your first people, right? You have a business and it's you, you're a solo act, but now you start to hire people. What did that feel like? Ooh, um, I mean, I got really lucky <laughs> that uh, my first hire, my studio manager, Sia, is amazing. Um, really diligent, really focused, can you know do it all, ranging from like the big picture vision to making sure all the details are managed. But I think for me, a lot of it was... Um, doing kind of prep work even before I put together the job posting, you know, as you're running a business yourself, you're doing everything, right? Like you are the marketing team, you are the, um, this, the HR person, your sale, all of it. And so one thing that I did that was really helpful is as I was doing work that I didn't want to continue doing for the business, I would have my little post-it notes of the different roles that I thought I wanted to have for the studio in the future And I would just write that task on there. So when it came to actually hiring somebody, I knew exactly what I wanted their role and their responsibility to look like. Um, And I also leaned a lot on my mentors to help me think through, you know, what does a good job posting look like? How do I, what kind of personality am I looking for? Um, How important is experience or different credentialing? So that, you know, all of that had to happen well before I even put it out into the world and, you know, having a really thoughtful um, interview process and making sure we're transparent in terms of our pay and benefits before anyone even applies. Um, so really thinking about those sort of like integrity pieces for the business. I think that was actually the bulk of the work. <laughs> and then after that, it's, you know, just getting to know people, seeing if you're a good fit. There might be somebody who has the best resume, um, has, you know, went to the best schools, but ultimately at the end of the day, you need to hire that you want to work with, that you want to spend, you know, 30 plus hours a week with. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I love our staff. We're really, I think we're a really great group of creative, exciting, uh, fun people who, you know, we like to get our work done, but we also like to make sure it's not drudgery mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day. We want to have fun. Um, and our staff is also, you know, super diverse, which I think is, you know, both a function of 
me being a, a, a entrepreneur, you know, a leader from a, a mixed background and also just being in Oakland too. I think that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think you dropped a ton of great nuggets there. So one is like writing down your thoughts on post-it notes, relying on mentors, which I think is great. Right. I mean, I don't think en- enough people would think that they should have mentors. They should have a team of people that they can rely on and bounce questions off of. And then networking, you talked about the, the, the importance of networking too. So as we sort of wrap up here, what big advice would you give to up and coming entrepreneurs? Like if there were just a handful of things that they should get right, what would those things be? What I would say is that you really do need to get um, the people part together, whether you have or you just have a mentor, finding folks who you know you can communicate well with, but have a very different skill set than you. I think it took me you know a couple of years to find the right mentor because I would constantly be drawn to folks who had the same interests as me. I'd find mentors who were also designers. But what I need were, were actually people who had very different skill sets. So my mentor is someone who's been a CEO for a company. He's great at sales and um, like the client side of stuff and, you know, all of the, the things that I would say are not my natural skill set. Um, and I've learned so much from him. So I would say finding people who, you know, know what your weaknesses or, or growth opportunities are and um, can help you sort of develop those. I'd also say just talk to other entrepreneurs. It's so hard to be able to vent or be able to talk about your experience without having, you know, talking to other people who have had the same experience. I, I mean, I've said this a few times before, or I say this to my clients somewhat often, like you need to talk to other people who understand your entrepreneurial experience, talking to your friend who has never started a business as well-meaning as they're going to be, you know, they don't understand part of the, honestly, the emotional stuff that comes with it. It's really hard. It, It teaches you a lot about yourself. Um, and so having a network of other entrepreneurs that you can talk to, that you can vent, that you can bounce ideas off, that's huge. And I find that entrepreneurs are really generous with their time. Um, when I was first starting the shop, I reached out to four or five other boutique owners and said, hey, I'm thinking about starting this business. I really like, you know, I truly like admire what you've built so far. Can I take you out for coffee to learn how you did it? And, you know, any pitfalls or things that you wish that you maybe did differently and all of them said yes. I'm so grateful to those folks who were generous with their time. And I don't think I would be in business as long if it weren't for them. That's awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that, Ari. Um, so, hey, I so appreciate your time. How can people find you if they want to find oh, you? Well, they can find us fairly easily. Where, uh, I would hope so, at least as a marketing design studio. Uh, they can find us at viscerastudio.com. That's V-I-S-C-E-R-A-S-T-U-D-I-O.com. Um, we're on Instagram at Viscera Studio, Facebook, um, and they can just drop me a line. Uh, we're always happy to talk to more people. We're in Oakland. We can always bring you over to our office for coffee. <laughs> awesome. Hey, and I'll include the links in the show notes for this episode. That's fantastic. Great. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you so much, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Town Roots Podcast. For more information about the show, to leave comments and connect with the hosts, head over to www.townroots.com.